Welcome to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. This is a podcast for faithful women who want healing in their relationships, guidance from God, and internal peace. Each week, you'll hear mental health concepts taught through a spiritual lens from me, a licensed clinical mental health counselor, to help you start thinking in a higher and holier way. Welcome on this episode, we will be discussing the power of your negative thoughts. So this is an episode I've wanted to do for a long time, because there are a lot of therapy modalities out there that teach you to reframe everything you're thinking into a positive you know, to think more positive. And I don't necessarily agree with that type of a process. The modality that I use aligns more with gospel principles in that we can feel both negative and positive. So negative thoughts aren't necessarily inherently quote unquote bad. I know they're uncomfortable. I know they're draining. And I know that they can be overwhelming at times. I also know they can get out of control and cause damage if they're not dealt with too. However, getting rid of all of your negative thoughts is not the goal or a solution. There's actually power in having your negative thoughts. So let's start by talking about why negative thoughts are necessary. And then we'll dive into what we can do with those negative thoughts so that they don't cause you that damage or harm when you do have them. So you've probably heard the scripture from 2 Nephi that says, it must needs be that there is an opposition in all things, right? Then it goes on to say that if there isn't opposition in all things, then righteousness could not be brought to pass, neither wickedness, neither holiness, nor misery, neither good nor bad. So this opposition is also inside of us. We must not only experience good and bad situations outside of us, there must be opposition inside of us with positive and negative thoughts or we wouldn't be able to feel anything or have agency at all. The Doctrine and Covenants talks about this too. Um, It's in 2939, and it says, It must needs be that the devil should tempt the children of men, or they could not be agents unto themselves. For if they never should have bitter, they could not know the sweet. This opposition we experience internally allows us to have a choice to make. And not only a choice, but as President Oaks puts it, opposition permits us to grow toward what Heavenly Father would have us become. These negative thoughts you experience not only allow you to have a choice, they allow you to grow and become into who you are meant to be. Negative thoughts are essential to the plan of salvation. But it's not just easy to say that to yourself. Well, it's part of the plan, right? Quote, unquote. When you're like knee deep in beating yourself up about your shortcomings, or if you're having painful thoughts of maybe suicide, or you're angry with a state of situation that you may be justified to be angry in. Also, it's not just about turning those negatives into a positive or reframing your challenging situation into something more positive. That takes one vital key out of the equation. And that's the whole reason we're having these negative thoughts. It's not what your negative thoughts 
it's not what your negative thoughts are, but who you are having them with. That really makes a difference. That opposition inside of you is a state of mind that you can get in called the natural man state. When you're experiencing the natural man state, you're without God. The guide to the scriptures, when you look up the natural man, outlines that pretty well. It says the natural man is a person who chooses to be influenced by the passions, desires, appetites, and senses of the flesh, rather than by the promptings of the spirit. Such a person can comprehend physical things, but not spiritual things. All people are carnal or mortal because of the fall of Adam and Eve. When you're in the natural man state, you are experiencing negative thoughts with a source that's not God. What do you think that's going to be like? What do you think the natural man does to your negative thoughts? I can tell you one thing. The natural man is not there building you up. In fact, if you choose to stay there, and I want to come back to that word in a a second, then you, there is another essential person you need to know is there too. Satan. In Mosiah 16, 5, it says, but remember that he that persists in his own carnal nature or natural man and goes on the ways of sin and rebellion against God remaineth in this fallen state and the devil hath power over him. When you choose to stay in the natural man state and experience your negative thoughts with the natural man brain, then you also open the door and invite Satan in to work on your thoughts too. Now, doesn't that make sense why your negative thoughts might take a downward spiral and become damaging or even dangerous at times? Elder Ballard said Satan's plan to accomplish his diabolical goal applies to every individual, generation, culture, and society. He uses loud voices that seek to drown out the small still and small voice of the Holy Spirit that can show us all things we should do and return and receive. Doesn't that sound like your negative thoughts? A loud voice. When you experience your negative thoughts in your natural man state with Satan, those loud voices will drown out and block anything God has for you. Remember, God can't impede on your agency. So if you choose to stay there, then God respects your choice to be there. Now, the other person we can have our negative thoughts with is Christ. When we make a choice to exit the natural man state with our negative thoughts, then that's right, you can take them with you. Then you experience a different result. Think about having a conversation with Christ about your negative thoughts. What would he offer you? Compassion? Healing? wisdom, experience to to help others, perspective. When you, um, when you, what Elder Ballard Ballard calls return and receive from Christ, you experience his power while having those negative thoughts. Sister Craig said he was, after all, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Christ has already experienced your negative thoughts every one of them that you're having. He's going to use them for your good and provide what you need in that moment. Sister Craig also said, I'm learning that Heavenly Father is more interested in my growth as a disciple of Jesus Christ than he is with my comfort. 
I may not always want it to be that way, but it is. To lean in with your faith when facing strong headwinds, to sincerely strive each day to do what we covenanted with the Savior we would do, even and especially when we're tired, worried, and wrestling with troubling questions and issues, it's, it is to gradually receive his light, his strength, his love, his spirit, and his peace. Your negative thoughts are the opportunity to receive Christ's light, strength, love, and peace. If you weren't having negative thoughts, you wouldn't have a need to return and receive from Christ. I love how Sister Craig covered this too. She said, trials do not mean that the plan is failing. They're part of the plan meant to help me seek God. If you substitute uh, trials for negative thoughts, you can conclude that there, the negative thoughts are there to help you seek God in the negative thoughts. Now, the goal isn't to seek Christ with your negative thoughts to try and get rid of them. The goal with the negative thoughts is to connect with Christ and experience them with him. Also, your job isn't to try to stop the natural man or Satan from existing in your life either. Your goal is to be prepared for their inevitable attacks. You to yoke up, to yoke up to your greatest protector in that chaos, the savior, and receive his help while experiencing that natural phenomenon of opposition. Elder, I think you say his name, Zabalos, said that Savior, the Savior himself at the beginning of his ministry was left to be tempted of the devil. But Jesus emerged successful from that great trial. And what made Jesus emerge triumphant from the most difficult moments was his spiritual preparation, which permitted him to be in a condition to resist the temptations of the adversary. I love that word prepare. As a mental health therapist, I'm always preaching fortify your mental health for the inevitable future attacks. So what is it that you need to prepare then, right? Well, dealing with the natural man needs a two-pronged approach. Learning to exit the natural man state and return and receive from the Savior takes mental health skills taught through a spiritual lens of the gospel. Just like you experienced here, You learned about mental health through the scriptures. That's a powerful two-pronged approach. That's how I approach all of my programs. It isn't just about mental health as you see here. You need to understand that there are aspects of the plan of salvation that affect your mental health, right? Now, I just closed the doors to my mental health skills membership where I teach these essential skills, but I'd love for you to jump on the wait list so that you could be notified when the doors open again. The link to jump on the wait list is in my show notes. You can check that out. But in the meantime, while you're waiting for the doors to open back up, be sure to hit subscribe and follow on this on whatever podcast your app you're using to listen to this so you don't miss out on some upcoming episodes too. Next week's episode, we're going to be talking about rewiring your brain for anxiety. And the week after that, I'm going to talk about your wandering mind actually being a gift. So if you enjoyed this episode, you want to learn more about mental health skills through spiritual lens, you'll love these ones coming up. So be sure to hit subscribe or follow so you can catch them when they come out. Also, share this episode with a friend who you might think might benefit from it as well. All right, I'll see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. I hope you were able to find ways of healing, guidance, and peace. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend who would love to start thinking in a higher and holier way as well. Or hit that follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. Also, check out the links in my show notes for other episodes you might like and links for other mental health resources on my website.